two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous. Up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. I could watch some TV, maybe. What's up? Not a dude. Uh, we're music free on the intro right now. Music free. The fucking SoundCloud bitches are tight. They're uh, they're coming down on us hard, Jeff. Yeah. <clears throat> I took it a scooch into the beginning of the podcast last week. Once you got it up, I'm like, oh man. We gotta do something about this. Yep. So, um, to the listeners out there, uh, first of all, thanks for hanging in there with us. Oh yeah, thank you. Thank you, listeners. Tell a friend if you would. But um, yeah, we're having a little issue with the music because SoundCloud's saying you know you don't have the right to that music. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Who's uh? What what about the oceans, Jeff, and the dirt? Yeah, who man, is like all of our oceans, man. Yeah, whose dirt is it? Is it not my dirt? We're not making any, uh, let it be known, let the record show SoundCloud that we are not making any money off of this. Yeah, so if you're peeping in to try and, you know, catch us slipping at the ice cream shack, ain't gonna happen. Slipping. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. Uh, We're not making money. No money's being made here, okay? This is strictly a hobby, and therefore any music that we're playing is strictly for uh, the benefit of the artists, really. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome, because we're uh, spreading the word about you and uh, keeping you, you know, we bring you back a lot of old tracks that people may have forgotten about. Yeah. We're keeping you relevant. But, um, yeah, no thanks from SoundCloud, because they're shutting us down. So, fuck them. Fuck SoundCloud. Yeah, we might have to get a little creative here. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll come up with our own music, bitch. We pay you uh, for this, you know, this this hobby that we have. We make no money off of it. We pay you 150 bucks a year for subscription. And what do you do? You turn around and you say, I can't play my my tunes? Yeah. I mean, it's not like we got, we got pole here. No, this is just a couple of cats. Just a couple of guys. I mean, we don't. We we got no. Uh, I mean, these they act like we got twenty two hundred thousand listeners, and we're making that Patreon dollar. We're not. Yeah, we're not the new day, man. There's no Patreon account set up. <laughs> no, nobody's paying us ten bucks a month for extra content. Nope. And I'm glad because I don't want to. I don't want to produce any more content, Jeff. <laughs> 
satisfied where you are. I'm fine right where I am. Uh, I'm not trying to get into the content biz, okay? This is just this is just for fun, and anybody who wants to listen, but they're being total dickweeds about it. Yeah, so, so get with the fucking decade. Yeah, God, it's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty, man. And uh, yeah, we yeah we may have been a little late to the podcast game. Maybe. Maybe, but we're hanging in there. Uh, so I think I think what you should do, Jeff, is come up with a little ditty. Uh, maybe with uh, Jason out there, you guys come up with a little jingle or oh, something. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Landmark in on it too with those fresh bass lines. Yeah, come up with we'll something. Out. Yeah, didn't didn't you uh, didn't you guys pull together and purchase Jason a uh, recording device over the it's holidays? A little, little, little Christmas gift for the Texas Tan Man. Hell yeah! So we got to put that to use. Yeah, he just needs to. Uh do a little investing in a computer and we'll, we'll be we'll be set man oh he doesn't have a computer uh, his girlfriend does but it's and uh, thir- 13 years old now a little outdated a little outdated might not be able to get all your little bass drum and hi-hat hits and everything in on the on the old uh 2007 model so let's talk about that for a second. What did you end up getting him? What'd you guys get? Oh Christ! Uh, can tell you, I had the receipt. It was like a. It, it's it's one of those NPC things, but uh, it's not like it's full standalone software. It's not a standalone thing, you know. Yeah. It's uh, something that uh, you know, like hook up to the computer and like it comes installed with software and everything that you download on your computer the fuck is this thing called so it's like a multi-track recorder basically uh it's called a akai that's a brand a-k-a-i yeah okay uh mpd 226 okay so that yeah i used to i had the mpc 1000 myself Okay, are these like water guns where the higher the number, the better it gets? <laughs> I'm sure, but yeah, that that is the, uh, yeah, that's the brand, man. They make the MPC, the the, the classic, uh, you know, the uh, industry standard for hip-hop production. Oh, nice. But I'm yeah, assuming... They, the, they, had, they had the most selection out of any brands, and you saw like this cheaper off-brand i couldn't remember what it's called but they're just trying to sell the same shit at a cheaper price i'm like no i see right through that yeah no you made a good pick that's a good that's a reputable company for sure oh yeah and yeah they had options for like keyboards and stuff but uh jay still got that uh that uh uh what's what's it called that synthesizer thing that a mooc maybe yeah i think that's a brand but synthesizer the one that he always had yeah, the cork. The one that, like, Andy ha- had at one point? Correct. Okay, that thing's pretty cool. I mean, that's cool he still got it. So we could use that or we could use my keyboard and he could just plug other instruments straight up into it and record that way. Does it have uh, the, uh, like, sound pad still? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, you got your little beat pad so you can doom doom chop. Hell yeah. That's fucking awesome, man. 
Yeah, so once we get that song bitch up and running, Jay will be making music like it's no one's business, and we'll have a fucking jingle for the Boom DDT podcast. 2020, bitch. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, like is there lyrics? There's got to be lyrics, right? What do you mean? Like, is it just going to be an instrumental, or are you guys going to be singing? Uh, probably just instrumental. You don't think a, like, a, a jingle like with lyrics would be cool? Now you're saying jingle with lyrics, and I'm starting to think of like those cheap ass commercials you see on a uh, uh, Sox game. Seven seven three seven eight three eight three hundred. Call Galaxy. Yeah, that really was my vision. Is it? <laughs> Do you think that's stupid or good? I don't know. We we could we could uh, we could craft it either way. Workshop it. Yeah, I'll workshop with tuning when Mark and. We'll get back to you. So, Boom DDT listeners, music keeping keep the scooch out for that. Yeah, original music coming. Yeah, yeah, it's snowing again, Jeff. Bro, snowing the pizza out, huh? Yep, uh, big snow tonight. Supposedly, we'll see. But it's so far, it's uh, it's living up to the hype. It's already coming down. Yeah, it's coming down pretty good. I just got back from Bloomington. Uh, Bloomington didn't have much at all yet. Uh, road, roads were fine, but as I got closer to Peoria, it kept getting, um, you know, you could tell a lot more snow dropped here. I mean, it's nothing crazy yet. Uh, it's just supposed to go all night and then like freezing rain and stuff like that. Well, that sounds about as classic January in Peoria that I've ever heard. I know, and it, what sucks is that tomorrow I have to work. Yeah. So, we'll see, uh. I'm assuming we'll still go unless it's terrible, then maybe he'll call it off, but it's a fucking annoying drive when it's, you know, bad conditions. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, always gotta play it safe, and that means you gotta leave, like, twice as early. Oh, yeah, I'll have to leave, if it's bad, like they say it is, I'll have to leave, like, two hours before start time instead of one, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel you, when I walk to work, it takes me about five minutes and if it's snowing then maybe five minutes and 30 seconds if i'm smoking a cigarette so i know how you feel (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah snow in peoria i got a dunkin donuts i hit up the dunkin donuts for a uh a happy hour uh iced coffee did you see my boy raj no i went to the morton one eric I do see Raj though. He he's still in the area, but you never know where you'll see him at. because uh, he does the multiple locations. Yeah, I've seen him at a lot of the locations, but usually the only ones I go to are, um, there's a North Knoxville one that you may have may not have been to. I've been to there. I, that wasn't my station when I lived here, but uh, I've seen Raj there since visiting Peoria. Yep, and then there's uh. Uh, that's that's really where we go a lot of the time. The one that we used to, our our original, our uh, home field Dunkin' Donuts, still go there every once in a while as well. Hell yeah! But never never go university, Jeff. Oh, I mean, I could have told you that fifteen years ago. Well, nothing's changed except they remo- <laughs> they remodeled the place, but the employees still suck ass. Remodel because when I used to go in there as a kid, I thought I was in 1970. Yeah, it was terrible. 
But what they would you... one good aspect of it as a kid, like, man, this is old school donut shop. No, it's just a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what really burns my ass? Is when you go uh, to Dunkin' Donuts and you have a a lengthy coffee order, and then um, and what they're you know exactly what they're doing because we've all had these jobs. They're just yeah. on, they're just on the headset and they're thinking like you you get up there and you're like like my wife's drink for instance. I'm gonna say a large decaf mocha ice latte with skim light ice. Okay, so it's pretty. That's, that's, that's a lot of deets. Uh, so run that by me again. A large, large decaf mocha gotcha. ice latte with skim light ice. Okay, that's that's not terrible. Well, you it's, hear it the second time, you're like, okay, I well, got you. Well, you know it's annoying, but I mean, I understand it's fucking annoying, but that's what it is. Okay, that's the coffee life. If you don't like it, get another job. I don't care. <laughs> I've I've worked those jobs for years, so if you want sympathy from me, you're not gonna get it. Yeah, get it, get it. <laughs> no, so, and I know exactly what they're doing. You read that off, and they're just thinking in their head, "Okay, yeah, I can remember it." They don't actually key it into the system, Jeff. Oh man. And then you get it, and it's never fucking right. And you're like, "Is it decaf?" And they're like, "Um," and it's just like, "Well, we need to know." And did you do skim milk? Eh. Oh, yeah, let me remake it. It's like, just put it into the computer. I know I sound like a freaking 50-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I apologize for that, but it's true. Because I've done that game, too, and I learned, no, I'm not going to remember. Just put it into the system. That way everybody knows. And you know what? That's the difference, Jeff. People say... Starbucks is so expensive. Why would you ever go to Starbucks? Well, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. But the reason you would go to Starbucks is if you were like, you know, you really wanted your drink a specific way. They always get it right. Uh, you don't agree? I don't agree, but I order a very simple product. And they fuck so it up? I don't have my own examples, but I've seen plenty of Starbucks. Starbucks examples to say otherwise. Really? Well, Peoria Starbucks must be on it then. Well, they, they they go by the book. When I go to Peoria Starbucks, I get a sticker on my beverage. That's with what I'm all saying. The fucking deets. That's what I'm saying. They type in all the deets, the sticker prints, they put it on the cup. That's, now, some of the Starbucks out here, they do that. But, uh, like the two I frequent, one is owned by fucking Cake Supers, and the other was on a school campus. The school campus one was very heavy traffic. It, they had a lot of 20-year-olds working there, like, you know, students. Yeah. And their system is just right with a marker on the cup. Yeah, some people do that. I mean, as long as you as long as long you write everything I said, I'm cool with that. Yeah, but still, you, you, you don't know. It's not 100% when you write on the cup. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not as it's not as foolproof as the sticker system. The sticker system is nice. I mean, I, I've done the sticker system at the pizza joint. There's no fucking yeah. Unless dude put it put it in wrong, that's your only chance of error. If it's, if someone punched the code in wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's, there's yeah. Go smooth. Yeah, there's always chance for error. I mean, human error will always be involved, but still, it makes it a lot easier. 
Now, Eric, here's the thing with those uh, tricky drinks. You keep going. Like, that's where being a regular helps. You just keep going. That second time, it's going to be better than the first. It's going to be smoother than the first. You're not going to have to go back and question them as much. You might still. That third time, man, they're going to have a down pat. That fourth time. Oh, yeah. They don't have to say shit. Fifth time. You just roll up. Yeah. They tell you by eye. Like, I got you, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But for some reason, I can't, like, I don't I don't know that I've ever seen the same Duncan employee at the one that I go to besides Raj. Like, I, I recognize the the girl that works at the Morton one more. Uh, well, maybe you gotta... I think it was a high turnover in Peoria. Well, here's your two options then, Eric. You gotta... Get on name basis with Raj. Maybe drop your boy's name. <laughs> Get on that name basis with Raj because he will make sure your shit is right when he's working there. He did that for me. He's like, oh no, that's for Jeff. You gotta, you gotta do this. Son. You're damn right. Oh yeah, he was the man. He still is. I don't know how he's doing it, man. God bless him. Or your second option, Eric, is if you're frequenting the Morton one, you gotta just start small talking the the regular there a little bit. Just just enough so, like, she knows your name and, like, boom. Yeah. There's your coffee. Yeah. Well, mine's... It's so much easier. That's true. It would. We just... I guess anytime I'm driving home from work, that would work. Because otherwise, I'm not going there. But I do re- I do remember that chick. Uh, mine's not too bad, though. Mine's just almond milk sugar. It's real easy. The iced coffee? Yeah. Yeah. But... Neither of us have complicated drinks, but like I, I see it at the Starbucks, the complicated drink. You, you see, you see the uh, the look of disappointment on the employee's face. Oh yeah. And the, the the customer gets taken aback, like oh shit, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, oh yeah. An asshole, so you don't want to come back. I'm saying, just go back, just keep grinding it out. Yeah. No, and I, I totally, it's not that I don't understand the employee, because I totally understand it. I just don't care. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying for you. I, I'm, I'm saying for the listeners who might not have had a, a a food service job or anything, man. You just keep going back. It'll get easier. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got on, on coffee. I don't like, know. I'm, I'm always down to talk coffee. I'm drinking a melted iced coffee right now. I think we I think we've had a coffee discussion before. Of course we have, Eric. I hope we're not going into reruns. Yeah. I mean it is podcasting. Yeah. It's the uh it's gotta be the lowest it is the the lowest form of entertainment ever created. Podcasting? Gotta be, right? I mean literally Anybody could private, do it. Private films. What'd you say? Private film? Silent films. Oh, silent film? Yeah, they didn't do much for me. <laughs> <laughs> Got to the mark on that one. Man, that's a good. That's a good vote. I like that. Silent <laughs> films. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, there's been a couple, but we don't need to go down that road. No. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. 
we can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. This is a wrestling podcast, not a silent films podcast. <laughs> yep, it is a wrestling podcast. We could probably, we could talk some wrestling. Yeah, we, we could. We got a Royal Rumble slowly sneaking up on us, Eric. Yeah, when is that? Sunday after this. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so you're still predict you still got a DMAC prediction for that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. DMAC twenty twenty. Yeah, put put Boom DDT down as uh for DMAC twenty twenty. Winning the Royal Rumble. I'm going to be really, the, the problem with having such a, a lock decision like we've done here is we're going to be so disappointed if he doesn't win. Oh yeah, but I, I picked, I picked wrong every year the Royal Rumble since I started watching again. Now Eric, uh, it was either last year or two years ago, but you got both Royal Rumbles correctly, the the men's and the women's. Yeah, it was, the, it was my, the hottest winning streak I've ever had. It was amazing. How do you win? Like that's one one in sixty chance. It was uh, it was two years ago, right? Because it was Oscar and Shinsuke. Yeah. Who won yeah, last? They, they went Asian. Oh yeah. Who won last year? Uh, I want to say Roman won the men's or Seth. Oh, I think it was Seth. And then uh, Becky. Man, I I gotta double check this. Yeah, it was definitely Becky, but was it Seth? I thought it was Roman. I'll get the binder. Okay, yeah, I'll leave. We'll we'll make this a binder. Cause I got the Wikipedia right here, but you know what? That's not any. That's nothing compared to your binder, Jeff. Yeah, we might have copyright issues if we <laughs> use Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, next thing you know, Wikipedia is coming after us. <laughs> oh, shit. Last year is 2019. Um, yep, Seth Rollins. Yep, eliminated Braun. Uh, and Seth came in at number 10. Won that shit straight up. Nia Jax was number 30 last year. Yep. That was kind of cool. D-Mac last year lasted uh, 10 men, came in at number 16, and only knocked out three people. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He's going to be knocking out a hell of a lot more this year. I remember we were pissed about that. Didn't we? Like, we we were D-Mac last year, remember? Oh, yeah. Do, what, do you have our official predictions? Uh, I could try and find them. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I'm somewhere here. Uh, I, while you're looking for those, I did not watch um, NXT. Oh no! No, I. But what I did watch was Raw. Uh, what should we start with Raw or should we start with uh, last week's SmackDown? Last week's SmackDown is pretty quick and easy. Yeah, go for it. I think uh, I saw last some of it. SmackDown started off with uh, Miz TV. Uh. John Morrison returns, and they just like, we're best buds, and you guys have it all wrong, like trying to 
do a heel turn, and the audience is kind of with them at first. So Miz is like, no, 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 don't cheer me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, got a bad guy. You got to boo me. Yeah, you got to boo me, man. Uh, but anyway, this ended up with a uh, Miz versus Kofi match because uh, Kofi was just kind of offended about the pancake spill from last week. And uh, they got to jibber-jabbing back and forth. And this match got dis- distracted by John Morrison doing a parkour-style uh, hop off the steel steps on the Big E, a little flippity-doo-dad. Was it cool? It's cool, but he didn't land right, so Big E, like, had to sell it, and he sold it a little late. Uh, I- I'm not sure how these parkour... How this parkour style really works, Eric. But uh, <laughs> John Morrison might shake a little rust off. Where in the fuck? You can't find the prediction. I found all the WrestleMania sign points from last year, which we're gonna have to bring back this year. Oh yeah, how many were there? I just I just saw something that is that makes me want to throw up and I didn't know what was going on. Uh oh. Oh, what what day was January 15th? January 15th this year? Yeah. Wednesday. Okay. So, oh, okay. So we're probably going to find out tonight. But do you want a spoiler, Jeff? Sure. Like it's not really. I mean, it was announced January fifteenth. Uh, announced on the Sun. On the what? The Sun. It's kind of hot. Oh, it's uh, no like where 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 this announcement w- took place. But the Sun is a tabloid newspaper. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm not sure that this is true, but they are claiming that Kane Velasquez has entered himself into the Royal Rumble. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, which to- would totally make your uh, prediction correct, and it sickens me. Oh, yeah. It's, an, it's a really easy thing for WWE to do. Brock doesn't have anyone <sighs> lined up with, so he's just coming out with uh, Heyman and fucking getting heat from the crowd gen- generically, so they, they could very well bring in Cain Velasquez or anyone from the UFC and just have that yep so well well brock's brock's been doing raw so maybe that'll be on raw next week oh eric i got i got i got news i found the predictions okay from last year okay we're gonna start off with the women's royal rumble okay which i will preface with the fact that i had becky winning the title which would not have her entering the women's royal rumble yeah yep so we had our friend of the show uh lucha libre lucha libre excuse me alex on and he was doing predictions with us for the women's rumble you and i both went with charlotte flair okay and alex went with the dark horse and ruby Wright. Yep. Still, still a great pick to this day. I would have loved to have seen that. Oh yeah. But the Vince, the Vince, Eric, we did not go D Mac. Who'd we go? 
I went with your boy KO. You went with the Monday Night with Messiah and Lucha Libre. Alex went with D Mac. Okay. Of the game, man, he is ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alex, you got this shit down. Yeah. Some guys are always a step ahead. Uh, that, that's amazing. Well, my Royal, my Royal Rumble picks are going pretty good, Jeff. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you're pretty good at the Rumble. I went three out of four the last two years. It's pretty goddamn impressive. In my official pick, I'm stock. I'm putting stake in this early, Jeff. Uh huh. My official pick is D Mac. Fuck yeah. I'm staying strong, man. I like the way they're booking him. They're booking him right to it. Back to SmackDown, uh, John Morrison is not much there. He's there aligned. They got beef with the New Day, and next week we're going to have John Morrison versus Big E. Uh, but if I could skip over to the beginning of Raw, Skippy Doodah. We, we can talk about D Mac and the situation this week. Uh, oh yeah, no, I got the, I got D-Mac. Okay, go ahead. So we started off raw with, uh, AJ and Orton going at each other in a promo. And then, uh, D-Mac just inserts himself and they basically have a triple threat. And you're thinking, oh, it's going to be Orton and, Orton and RKO just doing each other's moves. Blah, 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 blah. Nope. D-Mac fucking stuns the crowd, Claymore's RKO after Orton delivers an RKO and a Styles Clash to AJ. D-Mac gets a pin on Randy Orton, one, two, three, and guess who's fucking standing tall? D-Mac. D-Mac 2020. <laughs> no, I, I was, I liked, obviously, that, that was cool, but like, have you noticed that D Max mic work is like uh, changing? Yeah. Like he's not doing the like pure heel badass anymore. No, he's he's getting comedic. Yeah, he's he's actually pretty good at it, I think. Oh yeah. Tim Ross one line. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think it's a I think it's a good move actually. Let's hope that Shane and Vince are both listening to the podcast this week. I know they have been every single week, and let's hope they're still listening. They gotta be. They gotta be. They listen to every single wrestling podcast out there. Yep. Well, one day, Jeff, I hope to receive a cease and desist from Vince McMahon. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of my dream as far as uh, being a wrestling fan. That's a five-year plan. Just some way to do something to where Vince WWE sends me a cease and desist. <laughs> Stop now, or we're suing you. Yeah, we can make it happen. Just keep thinking. Uh, so what else we got, Jeff? Are we going? Are we on Raw? Or are we going back to SmackDown? I'll go back to SmackDown. I just wanted to get my D Max shit in while I could. Oh yeah. Uh, Mandy and Otis. We got a little update there. Mandy uh, came back to Otis at the beginning of the SmackDown with a, a sincere apology and an I'm sorry, Kate. Kind of shittily made. It might have been self-made. <laughs> you were impressed? 
I mean, is that her first time with a cock gun or whatever? What are those things called where you spray the icing? <laughs> a cock gun. <laughs> yeah, like Tim Allen. Uh, I don't really know. Icing bag or something? Uh, uh, there's, a, there's a name for those there is a, bitches. Oh, I'm pipe, pipe. Food network to get this wrong. Something with a pipe. Piping bag or something. Yeah, piper. Piping. Yeah, piping bag. You're correct. That's got to be it. So she needs a little work on her piping, but it said, I'm sorry on the cake with a frowny face. And uh, then Mandy proceeds to go out and have a match uh, against Alexa Bliss. Uh, each of their tag team partners are there. And then this gets heavily distracted by Otis. Heavy Machinery's music just plays and Otis starts walking down. No no ill intentions. He's just fucking shoveling his hand in the cake and enjoying himself watching the match. Yeah. Getting, getting a bird's eye view. Yeah. But it's right when Alexa was taken over. So Alexa's like, the fuck is Otis doing out there? She's just like staring at him. Like, what are you doing? You're just eating the cake. And Mandy uh, rolls her up for the win. So Mandy can thank Otis for that win. Okay. Yeah, I did see that. Now, I mean, Mandy's still a terrible wrestler, but I like her in this light better. It's more appealing to the audience. You get a little romance. Yeah. Well, I wish, I, I don't know that, like, are you are you sick of Nikki and Alexa? As a team? Yeah, not individually, yeah, as a team. It's not terrible, don't get me wrong, but I'm a big, I'm becoming a pretty big Nikki Cross mark. Are you? I wish she had the solo career going, but I guess it's really a pretty good spot for her, all things considered. I think um, post-mania they need to break it up, but they're trying to develop some sort of hierarchy in the in the women's division and I'm fine with Bliss and Cross being that middle of the pack tag team for right now yeah I mean Bliss still isn't great but like she's good on the mic where Nikki isn't I mean Bliss is great on the mic let's be honest yeah yeah they do need yeah I guess you're right they need to develop that tag division somehow but they're you know the the, the tag team champions aren't like a like they don't even compete as a tag team. They put one of the tag team partners in a in a solo story for the title. Yes, yeah, joke. Yeah, they really. I wasn't even talking about it from the tag team perspective. I'm just saying straight hierarchy. Like, yeah, that's you true. You don't want to Ember Moon, Nikki Cross, and just leave her in the dust. So pair her with uh, Alexa Bliss right now, and you're sure to get some pop. We need Ember back. Is she still hurt? Yeah, she's on WWE backstage again this week. She's been a regular host with them lately. Usos were also on WWE backstage, Eric. Ooh, so the first ten minutes of it before we started recording, so that's about all I got from the <laughs> show this week. Excellent. Uh, um, what happened with uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, the Fiend? Nothing really. Uh, there's a Firefly Funhouse where, um, you know, Brian's just like warning, or excuse me, Bray's just warning Brian about the Fiend, like talking about the Fiend in third person. Like he, 
he made him upset. At first, he just wanted to uh, say hi, and then he wanted to change you. Like, and they, they're showing clips of him, like, ripping up, like, just basically summing up the rivalry for the past month. The slow burn, you know? Yeah. And uh, then Ramblin' Rabbit gets on the horse. He's like, wait, dude, Daniel Bryan, you can't do this shit, man. Blah, 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 blah. He's trying to warn him. And uh, Bray, Bray just straight murders him and said, remember, kids, snitches get stitches. <laughs> Nice. And later in the night, we uh, see Brian walk into his locker room and see a gift box. Opens up the gift box, and it's just a uh, corpse of Ramblin' Rabbit. That guy's got a that guy's got nine lives, man. <laughs> He's got nine thousand lives. We'll see him again next week, I hope. Uh, and then what about? It was that all for them? Yeah. What about uh, um, our boy Corbin and uh, Roman Reigns? So that's the main event. Um, it was going to be Usos versus Corbin and Ziggler as your main event. Uh, Roman and Usos basically did a brotherhood promo before this. Like, nothing's as strong as family, that whole type of shindig. Yeah. And uh, Corbin comes out and says, If Roman's a big dog, then you two must be just two little bitches. <laughs> That doesn't even make sense. I know. <laughs> they can be little bitches either way. I thought he was going to say, you two must be little pups. <laughs> like, wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah. <laughs> you two must be bitches. Okay. And this basically, uh... So, Roman left for the start of the match... So it's just Usos and Corbin and Ziggler, no funny business. Then all of a sudden, the revival come down. They're aligned with Corbin and Ziggler, so they're trying to like interfere and shit. And Roman comes to save the day, Betty. And Roman still got a hot head because Corbin's still fucking with him and fucking with his family. You don't fuck with someone's family. It's wrestling one on one. Nope, not in wrestling and not in action movies. Can't do it. Nope. So his hot head boils over and he blatantly just spears the shit out of Corbin outside of the ring where the ref can see it. So the ref calls uh, shenanigans, gets him for the DQ. Corbin and Ziggler win by DQ. And uh, Roman's about to put Corbin through the table still, the announce table right there. And all of a sudden, Robert Roode returns for the first time in weeks. And... Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. 
basically takes out Roman. The Usos are nowhere to be found at this point. I don't know what happened to them. They got a, one of those five-minute dirt nap kicks. Huh. Take a little nap outside the ring? Yeah. So then you got Corbin Ziggler and Rude doing a three-on-one to Roman. And this is where shit gets wild, Eric. Well, not wild, but painful because there's, there's a flub. Because, uh... Robert Roode went for the 180 spine buster on Roman onto the announce table. Yeah, they must have reinforced this announce table. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Didn't break? It did not. Like, Roman's waist hit the front of the announce table, and his head just fucking whiplashed. Neck and head. Boom! Yeah. Back to the announce table, and you just hear the audience like, oh! Yeah. There's... Like, it was... Man, there's nothing like when the there's nothing like when the table no sells. I mean, this wasn't like, oh, a light spine buster. You got a spine buster from harder. No, this was like Root did a fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson style spine buster, a stone cold spine buster, if you will. Um, you know, a really old yeah. school where you you leaning into it. I love a ta- I love a table botch, man. Yeah, the table just didn't break, so. Uh, Ziggler got up on the table. You know, cause you got to have the table break for the audience. Yeah. So Ziggler just got up on the table and jumped as high as he could and did an elbow drop. And it's still the damn thing still barely broke. Like I'm like, <laughs> God damn! Did they actually put a real table out there this time? That's amazing. I watched a video uh, of Bubba Ray Dudley power bombing May Young off of the uh, stage through a table. Yeah, she she was. Uh, I looked it up. She was seventy six years old. Oh Lord, have mercy! And seventy six, dude. And and Bubba misses the table. Like Bubba Ray goes through the table perfectly. Like his landing was perfect. And her like she he just slams her onto the concrete. Good God! Dude. Like like it looked like his ass gets through the table and yeah. her head like overboard. Oh yeah, yeah. It's amazing, dude. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like seven. Can you imagine somebody seventy six year old getting power bombed through a table off of a stage? It's it's it's. I, I, I would die at the thought. Like, <laughs> put your mom or grandma in that position. Yeah, they'll cr- they'll crumble. They will absolutely crumble. They'll simply vanish into dust. I don't know how she survived it. What a savage, man. That yeah, woman is crazy. Yeah, but I do, I, I do love a table botch, man. Uh, so the, the the reason they had they really had to get this table broken uh, was because they had to be symbolic and bury Roman in the table and then chairs like Roman did to Robert Roode three weeks ago, which no one remembers. Yeah, nobody cared. No one cared. No one no cared, one Ziggler. No cares if you fucking buried him on a table that's already broken. I think you need to check him for CTE before you do anything else. We've spoke on this before, but you know that like they really need to get rid of that that little that little piece the of business. The berry is a bad piece of business in my book. Not not the not the wrestling terminology berry, but the actual burying of someone under a pile of junk and not burying him in the dirt like a casket match or so or a buried alive match like nothing 
Like, if, if we were going to have a Buried Alive match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania, I'd be pretty fine with that. Oh, man, don't tease me, Eric. <laughs> but I'm talking about that bullshit Barry where they, like, put those put those styrofoam tables on top of Braun Strowman and it's supposed to keep him down. Like, oh, yeah. No, it, I'm not falling for that. No, it's stupid. It doesn't look right. So, uh, so that's how that's how it ends. Heel Roman. Yeah, but one more thing I forgot to mention when they're doing the promos before the before the match, basically uh, Roman challenges Corbin to a match before at Royal Rumble, but before the Royal Rumble match. Like, say the men's rumbles at the end of the night, he wants a singles match at the start of the night with Corbin, so he can whoop his ass twice. Oh, Roman challenges him? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Corbin accepted right before he called the Usos little bitches. Just so they can both be in the Rumble as well or something? Probably just to fill time. Huh. I mean, that's a good match anytime you want to put it there. I'll get hyped for that. And you know, it's just, it's probably going to be a schmoz. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's about it from that. You got Rude back in the mix with Corbin and Ziggler, and then you got Roman and Yusa. So watch out for a six-man tag next week. That's that's Jeffrey's hot take. Oh yeah, <laughs> go home six-man tag. Yeah, if you're watching WWE, you always have to be on high alert for a six-man tag. Because <laughs> you know they like to book them boys. Um. Okay, let's go on to Raw, right? Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Lacey had a more shit with uh, Bailey and Sasha. Nope. Just playing mom. Don't care. Yeah, don't really care at all. Put a, put me down for a don't care on that one. Uh, we are. You got you got a Bulls update for tonight, Jeff? Uh, yeah, sure do. Let, let me let me get ready. Okay. Well, do that right now. We could. We got. Uh, we only got about fifteen minutes left. We're running late as always. Yeah. So we could do the Bulls update and then go through Raw real quick. Fuck yeah, let's do it. You ready? Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your thirty-second Chicago Bulls update. I thought I saw the score to this. I'm going to say Detroit won. Detroit lost, Eric. Ooh. Chicago Bulls, who have now swept the Pistons for the entire season. 4 0 against D Pistons. Oh, the audience likes it. Yeah, they do. Cut me off, audience. Excuse me. Zach Levine led the way with 25 points. Andre Drummond got frustrated and threw a ball at Daniel Gafford's head as he got dunked on. Hell yeah. 
Uh, I got ejected for that, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get ejected in 2020 with that. For throwing a ball at the head? Is that, is that an every time occurrence? I think so. I don't think you could do that. I mean... Uh, I disrespect. Well, obviously, but like, I mean, back in the 90s when you used to throw a ball at a guy, I think you just got a technical. But it usually, yeah. I think they had to strengthen the the rules, because usually those lead to fights. Well, they had just got double technicals, right, during that occurrence. But I, I guess maybe Drummond, like, for that whole thing, Gafford stared uh, Drummond after he ducked on Drummond. And he got a technical, and Drummond got a technical for throwing the ball. Then they went for it like, no, you threw that right at a stone piece. You're out of here. So you can he you can't do a, a, a like a uh, you can't do a stare like that anymore. You can, but Daniel Gafford's a rookie. Like this was a very very questionable technical. Yeah. Daniel Gafford, you didn't do anything menacing at all. He just stared at him a little bit. Yeah. And that, that's not with homerism, I say that either. Like, if he was playing on another team, we'd be like, what? That's a T? Yeah. No. Yeah. Usually you have to stare and, like, get in their face and talk shit. Yeah. So, Bulls fans, we won that. Then we went on to play the Boston Celtics. A hot Boston Celtics team. Eric. And that was not pretty. Uh-oh. It was a blowout. Largest lead was 18 by Boston, but they led basically the entire way and won that son bitch 113 to 101. But then, Attic, Wednesday night, the Wiz come into town. What do you know about the Wiz? Still got John Wall? No, he's injured. Oh, that's all I know about. The- well, they have somebody else now, don't they? Well, you got Bradley Beal yes. and Isaiah Thomas. That's about it. it Bradley Beal's who I was thinking of. But yeah, that's all I know about the Wiz. Yeah, Beal's good, but he's playing like... He was questionable to play, and he was on the bike the whole time, so it wasn't 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, during this game, we actually lost... We were already down Wendell Carter Jr., so we're playing our backup rookie center in Daniel Gafford. We're starting him. And two minutes into the game, he fucking... Uh, jams his finger and basically dislocates the motherfucker so he's going to be out two or three weeks. So we're playing with Luke Cornett and Cristiano Felicio as our center for the foreseeable future, which is very sad. They still got Felicio? Unfortunately, they still have Felicio. I'm pretty sure this is the last year of that bullshit-ass contract they signed him two, five years ago. That is crazy. He's the longest-tenured bull, Eric. I know. That is so sad. And God. he does nothing but smile and run the court and sit on the bench. Well, he, I mean, at least he's a positive guy. <laughs> yeah, that's something you can say about him. I mean, hell yeah, man. He's probably he's probably cool as hell. I don't know if you want him playing starting center, but he's probably pretty cool to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go to dinner with that smiley bastard. So anyways, Bulls uh, led by Zach Levine once again, trying to make that all-star push with some great dunks, some 30 points, some 7 assists. They win this motherfucker 115-106. to 106. Putting us at 15-27 and 27 in the year, and back in that ninth place position, but about 
four and a half games out of eight. Okay. So. We got a jam in the Eastern Conference for ninth, tenth, eleventh, but eighth is like uh, uh, quite a ways above us still. Okay. So was that we had three games since we last spoke? Correct. They will be played again tonight and tomorrow. Tonight they'll probably lose. They're playing on ESPN against the 76ers. Second game of the season on ESPN. <laughs> nice. So and uh, they're playing the uh, Cleveland Shitty Cavaliers, which if they don't exude all their energy tonight and their loss against the 76ers, they could easily win tomorrow against the Cavs. Okay. So let's update us on our uh, season record. We are at 15 and 27, and ninth in the East. 15 and 27, so that is 42. Games under 500. Yeah, we're at uh, 42 games, about halfway through the season right now. Uh oh. And Eric, you had 22 wins on the season, and I had 35. Right now, at this pace, we are straight splitting that difference. Really? Uh, if you go this pace. We'd be at 30 wins for the season. At the end of the season. Okay. Well, that'd be that'd be close. I was gonna say you you you're looking a lot better than I am. 22 is too too low. If they're already at, what'd you say they were at? 15 to 27. Yeah, they're gonna get more than 22 wins. Let's hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Jeff, for that Chicago Bulls update. Let's give him a round of applause. So, Monday Night Raw, Jeff. Monday Night Rollins? Well, no, he's not Monday Night Rollins anymore. He's the Monday Night Messiah. I know, backstage is actually clowning him for the amount of nicknames. I mean, we've clowned him for years on that. But oh, oh, yeah. He so, just added one more to that laundry list of nicknames with the Monday Night Messiah. What do you think of the Monday Night Messiah? That's one of the things I wanted to mention. From the get-go, I didn't like it. Like, it's what, like, I, I get it, you're trying to be hella obnoxious. You are succeeding in doing that by by making your name Monday Night Messiah, but it's still a bit over the top and uh, a little too Christian for me. It feels like Jericho. What was Jericho's nickname? No, I, mean, I don't mean it's anything close, but I, I feel like it's something he would do. Oh but, uh, yeah, but, but much he was better. Doing the heel turn when he was the first undisputed champion. Yeah, because he used to say, "Remember, he used to say drinking in, man." Yeah. It's and don't you wish you were me? Yeah. Come on, you see. <laughs> yeah, he he basically did the same thing that Seth's doing with this Monday Night Messiah, where you put your arms out. He used to say, "Drink it in, man." Yeah. So it just feels like Jericho to me, except Jericho would do it a lot better. Jericho is straight out like I'm, I'm the asshole. Rollins in his head still thinks he's in the right. Okay, that is a little different. But uh, on that note, on this Raw, Eric, what do we get in the main event? But a fist fight. I teased this last week on the podcast. We get a fixed fight between KO, Joe, and Big Show versus Rollins and AOP. Did you see this? Oh yeah, I saw this. God, you're blowing up over there, aren't you? 
Yeah, that's what's going. It, what what we have here is a uh, is a group text that my family has. Uh, so I don't know what to do about this, but hopefully they quiet down. I'm trying to record. I'm trying to record a damn podcast over here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the fist fight. Uh, my if you want my take on the fist fight. Yeah. Uh, it it had. It was very, I don't know, it had stuff I liked a lot and stuff that I absolutely hated. It seemed real sloppy. Um, oh, it's sloppy. It was very sloppy. You could tell that since the cameras had to, you know, since there was so much action throughout the arena there, it's like, you know, the guys in the ring are waiting for the guys out at the announce table to do their spot so they can move on to their spot. Like, there was actual physical looking over there between, the like, the ref, the big show. Like, everybody in the ring was, like, looking over there like, are you done? <laughs> like, I need to get to, I need to get my shit in. <laughs> like, the, that's literally what was happening. And, like, the KO spot where he ran up the, um, he ran up the, uh, Titan Tron or whatever it is and did the flip. Yeah, like that. the staging, the slope staging there. Yeah, like, that was awesome. That was so cool. Talking about parkour, he took a page out of John Morrison's book right there and what upped him. Yeah, he just looked like a, a fat Sonic the Hedgehog flying off that thing. He really got that. Damn, that is a great comparison. It, he was Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. It was awesome, though. So, like, that kind of saved the entire thing for me, honestly. But other than that, I don't know. I mean, it's no, some. It's the some... rules of this fist fight were terrible to begin with. As soon as I heard the stipulation, I'm like, seriously, okay? Because Eric, the rules are, you fight till you can no longer go. But who determines that? Oh, the ref determines that. So that doesn't really matter at all. You fight till the yeah. end of the show. Yeah, you like that. That what you just said right there already was dog shit. Yeah. You fight until you until the ref deems a winner. Like, okay. And you know what else was really whack was, like, we were watching it, and it's like they keep hyping up this match, like, first ever fist fight. I'm like, okay. And then they're like, you know, it's getting really late in the show, and they're like, still to come tonight, the first ever fist fight. And I'm like, I pause the pause the Hulu. I'm like, what, in 13 minutes? Uh, yeah, I said the same shit. Okay. And then... They didn't even go right to it. They gave us fucking Eric Rowan. And it went down It went down to like 11 minutes. And I'm like, wow, what an epic main event. Yeah, this is really a debut for a fistfight match, isn't it? Yeah. So, that's my take on the main event. Um, Big Show is just... Man, he's just too old. Yeah, he's too old and too big. Which is... You know, it's it's. I know it's hard. He probably still wants to keep going, and he's a he's the first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he can still play the ambassador role for another ten to fifteen years. That's true. He should probably just. Yeah, he always has played that role. Yeah, he needs to just continue doing that. Yeah, I, I'm fine with him doing the occasional spot, but don't work him in a storyline. Yeah, storylines. Well, unless he wants to, like, go out, go out, like, put an end to it. If you want to give him a, like, a match at WrestleMania, I'd be okay with it. Do you think they're looking for that this year? I don't know. I Like that. Like I said, if he wanted to go out, go out, and that's how they were going to do it, I'd be fine with that. 
little a little mid mid lower mid card story. Have a WrestleMania match and call it good. What about him versus Braun for a retirement match at Mania? Yeah, I, I would be down for that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be the right guy to to retire him for sure. Now, does he lose that match? I know you're traditionally a lose for a retire type of guy, aren't you? Oh yeah, I'm a tradi- I'm a traditional wrestling booker in that sense. Yeah, he's got to lose. That's that's where I disagree. I think I, like I think people always have to retire on a win. Yeah. Besides the Undertaker, <laughs> maybe even yeah, the Undertaker does too. Oh, you're saying he has to retire on a win? Yeah, he retired on that Roman Reigns loss, and guess what? He's still doing matches. <laughs> yeah. Like, if it's somebody of that caliber, I guess I'd be okay with it. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know, I'm just old school about that. That's like the Kurt Angle, Corbin thing. Yeah. Like, I heard a Corbin interview, and he said, like, Kurt Angle was all about it. Like, that's how he wanted to retire. You know? Angle was always a very big team player. Yeah. Like, his character. Like, you could shit all over his character, and he would smile like Cristiano Felicia right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else on Raw? Oh, uh, Heyman and Lesnar did yes. their thing. Yes, thank God you, you got you got to this, because this was the best part of Raw, was Lesnar and Heyman and R-Truth. Yeah, they're, they're like, Les, like we said last week, Lesnar and Heyman still fucking works, man. Uh, and I th- so much heat. Oh yeah, so I think they did a great job. Like when they were starting to get a lot of heat, and Heyman just keeps going in, getting more heat and more heat, and the crowd's like booing so much that he couldn't even talk. And then you know Lesnar looks back at him, and he looks at Lesnar, and then they both just simultaneously leave the ring. Yeah, that was perfect. I mean, that was... like, yeah, fuck yeah, really sell this shit to them. They yeah, want, they want to boo over your shit. Walk the fuck out. Yeah, that's that's how you know that those two are pros. And a lot of people give, like, I don't understand why people hate Brock Lesnar so much. Like, they're just haters, you know? They're like, oh, he's a, he makes millions and he shows up five times a year. It's yeah. like, yeah, wouldn't you take that fucking job? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're, you, you're not Brock Lesnar. That's why they're like, why can't I have a job like that? Because you're not freaking, you know, cut, cut like steel, giant freaking ape-looking white man. Yeah, like you just like he's a he's like a sideshow attraction, man. Seriously, yeah. I mean, when, when Rollins was face, and even Kayfaber's shoot, like when he'd be on WWE backstage, he'd be well, less, like when he'd be going up against Rollins, he'd be bad mouth and Roll or bad bad and Lesnar. It'd be like, well, Lesnar doesn't show up. You know, I, I'm the workhorse. I'm in here week in week out doing my thing. You're Seth Rollins, dude. You stole a pedigree as your special move, and now you have a curb stomp, and you have 30 different fucking nicknames. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Seth. Seth's great. I mean, we won't take anything away from him, but, like, I just... No, he's a great wrestler, but you're not in the same league. Like like you said, Lesnar is a fucking sideshow attraction. He puts asses in seats. Does Seth Rollins put asses in seats? Maybe kids' asses, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure he does, but no, I, I get exactly what you're saying, and I agree. And it's just annoying yeah. hearing the constant Lesnar hate because Lesnar's a good ass professional wrestler. There's a, here's a secret for you. 
if you didn't notice, like when he sells, he sells very well. Oh yeah. His matches are like I mean, it looks like he's beating the shit out of people. Yeah, they they're painful to watch. Yeah, I mean it and and I I know he wrestles stiff as hell, you can tell. But yep. he's not known for hurting people. So he must know what he's like. I just don't understand. Like the hate is is wrong, man. He's a good ass fucking professional wrestler. Just because he just because he you know made it and found a way to make his money the fast way and the quick way, like that's what we all want to do. So get over it. Get over it, brother. And Paul Heyman is the man. I mean, does anybody like? He looks exactly what you should look like in that role. Yeah. Just a Paul Bear except cleaned up yeah he's just a short fat bald guy with a greasy suit on it's amazing <laughs> and they both like they work so well together it's just it's great man it's why it's why you can't compete it's like you don't have brock lesnar or paul Heyman. sorry yeah and back <laughs> back to this promo eric they kept saying that the truth will come like Heyman was like just amping up brock's rumble spot and he keeps he keeps mentioning the truth and always all of a sudden you hear our truth shredding electric guitar and you're like what the fuck is our truth doing out here he comes straight in the ring what's up and he's like i know you're a a big 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 boy but you know <laughs> what i'm gonna declare myself in the royal rumble and i'm gonna whoop your ass paul and it, you see the camera go over to Paul. Paul's like, what? Yeah. Paul sold it well, for sure. Paul sold it well. Brock sold it well. He's, Paul's like, I'm not in the Rumble. Brock's in the Rumble. And then Drew's like, oh, well, I'll officially undeclare myself for the Royal Rumble then. Yeah. It's is perfect. Like, Truth sold it great. Yeah, he's he is, he is good. He still makes me uncomfortable sometimes. So I don't know if that's... Me being too sensitive or not? No, I feel you, but like he still just plays the. I mean, he's so ingrained in that role at this point. Like you can also accept it as well. No, you can accept it because I heard an interview with him, and he's totally cool with it. Like he he really loves the character. Um, oh, yeah. But that doesn't mean that Vince isn't uh, being a, a boomer about it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I, yeah, it was definitely that aspect for sure. Yeah, I mean, it just—I don't know. I, I it always—it still makes me uncomfortable. And part of me is like, oh, you're just being too racially sensitive there. But another part of me is like, well, I don't ever feel that way with New Day, and they're—they're they're, you know African American jokesters. Yeah, that's true. But I don't ever feel that way about them. <clears throat> that, yeah, they never play the the dumb role. No. Yeah, they do comedy, but they don't do I'm dumb, so laugh at me. Yeah. Which, I don't know, it just makes me uncomfortable. But like I said, he doesn't mind it, so I shouldn't mind it. I'm just saying, something about it. So did this promo work for you or no? No, I liked it. No, he's he's good, man. Especially, like, every time I see him live at house shows, he's fucking great. The he He's great at the house show, man. He's a must at the house show. He comes out and the crowd loves him. He does the what's up. Kids love it. Uh, yeah, and he does, and he's really like, I wish we could see the twenty four seven thing is great for him. Like, you know, he's he's a veteran. 
he deserves something like that. But yeah. uh, I do miss like his actual matches because he's a really good wrestler. Oh yeah, they should put him in a couple more matches for sure. But I, I, I particularly like this just because I wasn't in the mood for another classic Lesnar and Heyman promo uninterrupted. Yes. So that truth came in and spiced it up like he did, declaring for the Rumble, and then you know thinking Paul was in the Rumble. Yeah, I mean it, it was Paul's. Giving Paul a classic fat joke. Yeah. And it, it was almost like they had a different vibe. Because, like, the, the, their whole thing felt different, too. You know, they, they seemed like they were doing something different even before he came out. And it just felt different. Yeah. <sighs> um. Oh, yeah. Buddy Murphy joined uh, Seth Rollins' little crew. We forgot to mention that. Yeah, so Buddy got a triple spot. He was in a great match with Aleister Black. These guys have no storyline, but their matches are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And Black wins, of course. Wasn't it you that said Buddy needs to win for it to be a good rivalry? Yeah, but he has it. But it's worked. Yeah. I think he'll get a win at the Rumble, hopefully. Uh, Then uh, Eric Rowan came out with your 13-minute mark, like you mentioned. And uh, he... He's like, I want to show you <laughs> whatever. And then he sticks his hand in the cage and all of a sudden he pulls his hand out and his palm's bleeding. So he just gets angry and uh, attacks Buddy and leaves. Thank you, Eric Rowan. See you next week with your dumbass box. Yeah, and he That's, didn't he, he didn't sell the bite well, man. No. You really got to rip it out. You got to show that thing off to the crowd. And you got to just... It, it, he like you got to put your hand in and then rip it out real fast, like ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's just bad. I don't know how you mess that up, but he did. And then was Buddy just chilling there for the entire fist fight match? Yeah, he basically like is so depressed and defeated that he's like in shock. Yeah. He uh, Charlie tried to get an interview that didn't work, and Rollins eventually asked for his aid in the match, and he helped beat up the Big Show, and then they. All four of them, you know, Rollins, AOP, and Buddy Murphy raised hands and yeah. uh, further their little faction here. I don't get that alignment, and I, I'm going to warn you, be careful with the factions. I just skimmed through AEW, and fuck, fuck all that. I know, I, 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 like, we came from an era where there was, there was some cool factions, so you always think they'll be awesome. Yeah, but they're not. <laughs> well, I mean, Undisputed Air is not bad. It's, it's not moving the needle for me, but I don't watch NXT regularly, so... Well, no, it doesn't move... I, I just said it wasn't bad. You're right. It's no it's no DX or NWO, obviously, but those are like, you know, that's top-of-the-line faction. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's it from Raw. Uh, oh, uh, Becky and Oscar had the contract signing. Uh, there was no talking until Becky said, may the best woman win, and Oscar Green Mist her, and Be- Becky sold the shit out of the Green Mist. Yeah, yep. And then had a little had a little uh, promo she cut while she was blinded. Uh, I'm with you. I don't like Becky's angle just because I'm concerned she's probably gonna lose the title. But uh, she she she's still like pull, she's trying to pull off these super badass promos like she did when she was blinded. I like that part of it. So um. Oh yeah, 
we're we're going over. So what? Uh, that's all right. What? Uh, before we get out of here, um, you really think? Let's make a prediction on this. You really think she's going to lose at the Royal Rumble? Uh, my markiness will not allow me to say that. So no. <laughs> well, I really don't think she is either. I thought for a while she was, but I don't know, man. How do you, you give it to Oscar as the tag team champ? That's weird. Yeah, having Oscar be a double champ who literally cannot do any mic work whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, they tried the... I don't know what you do with that, really. They tried the whole thing that they've been doing with Shinsuke. They tried that with Paige, remember? Yeah. But I, I, it, didn't see, it didn't ever work for me. No, I mean, she wasn't relevant enough when Paige was running the show. Yeah. And I, I, on the other hand, I don't like the just yelling of Japanese either. Oh, I hate it. It's one of the, as American, it's one of the more, uh, uninv- not, not uninviting. What's the word I'm looking for? Alienating. It's yeah. one of the more alienating languages. <laughs> like you have absolutely no frame of reference. Like with Spanish, you might be able to pick out a couple of words. Oh yeah. Context. With Japanese, like it's all about inflection. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. I have absolutely no clue what you just said. Are you angry or are you bragging? Yeah. And I I don't know much about um. Damn, what's what's her tag partner's name? Io Shirai. What is it? Kyrie. Sane. Oh yeah, she's Kyrie. God damn, I just went total white guy. <laughs> that was that was bad. I I was like, I thought it was Io Shirai. And I know who they are, Jeff. I know. I'm just being a white guy. Yeah. White guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I just was too. We had a white guy moment. Yeah, that was the whitest thing we've done in a long time. But I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, I confused two Japanese people. Oh, well. <laughs> um, Kyrie did uh, try to fiddle with that umbrella during the contract signing got shoot out of the ring which was hilarious <laughs> that was great I popped big time for that one yeah the fact that as soon as she came over to Becky's side of the table with that umbrella spinning Becky's, Becky just got up she's like no no you get out of here shoot yeah <laughs> that might not, maybe that's the route they should have went like cause I don't know I like him as a tag team I just don't know how you deal with this but maybe you just have uh, Kyrie be like the like a jokester, like a like exactly what she was doing, and then you yeah. just, and then you just have Oscar straight faced like um badass like you know she's not fucking talking nothing. All she's do, all she's doing is kicking ass. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that could work. Uh, next week on Raw, the two matches we have. Uh, one, one of them I'm, I'm going to pop for, Eric, because we have a U.S. championship ladder match between Ray and Andrade C. and Almas. Ooh, be, that's perfect. Yeah. No, that, that's a great go-home scenario. I hope they don't oversell it, which they probably will. Ray is the man. Ray is the man. How is he still so good? Every time he has a match, I'm like, I can't believe 2020 Ray Mysterio still rules. Yeah, seriously, dude. It's crazy. He's 45. God damn, he's still younger. Like, you would think he was 55. Yeah. He's been... He, he was probably born into the game. Yeah. Now. 
<laughs> what does he say after that? Oh, I can't. I can't remember, man. <laughs> if, if we had music rights, we'd fucking pop that on the yeah. intro for sure. He was probably born into the game. Now, the opening track yeah. of uh, Dwight Spitz, isn't it? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Are we done talking wrestling? Uh, yeah, the only other match, which is the thing we didn't get to, I don't care to get to it, uh, is uh, Lashley and Lana in a mixed tag versus Rusev and uh, Liv Morgan next week. Oh, I don't care anymore, Jeff. Nope, lost interest, huh? Yep, and the only thing that was cool about that whole story was the fact that Bobby Lashley wore only a vest to his wedding. <laughs> that's That's the only thing I liked about the entire story. Uh, I think that's it, Jeff. Right on. Well, uh, rest in peace to uh, Rocky Johnson. Dwayne Rock Johnson's father passed away this week. Oh, yes. We should mention that. And let's give him a round of applause, too. We'll get some music soon. Music coming soon, Jeff. Anything else? Nah. All right. Night, night. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.